This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guest. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast editor from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, with my co-host, Broken Anchor. Yes. Yes, we are here. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty enthusiastic That's awesome. this morning. We're just confirming that we're indeed sitting two feet from you. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe less. Yeah, hope, well, a lot less. Yeah. This is... For if you guys are listening at home, I'm actually on your lap. <laughs> that it's it's a little awkward, but it's going to make the podcast go nice and smooth and, and very quickly. I'm a lot absolutely. more comfortable, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So um, how does it feel to, to sort of walk into a... You had no idea really where you were going. I had no clue. Well, I thought that we were going until last night at 1 a.m. I thought we were going to the, like, the Blue Microphones factory. So I looked on the, uh, but I looked on the info, and it was, I was like, all right, Santa Monica, better, closer. Got here, and I was like, I'm clearly in the wrong place, because I think OJ murdered someone here. <laughs> I was like, this is not That was really Brentwood. That was Brentwood. Right. Okay, right. Sorry. Close. Little, no, we were kind of close. Little East. Yeah. Um, but then I got in, and then these guys were all upstairs, like the, in the soundproof room. So I moseyed around the house in the yard for a half an hour, treated myself to some uh, a part of the deli tray, and a Diet Coke, but like the fancy Diet Coke in the tin bottle. Mm. And uh, mm. I was like, yeah, this is par for the course. <laughs> Just let's go play tunes in a huge-ass mansion, you know? Very rock and roll of you. Yeah. Diet Coke. Well, thank you, yeah. Yeah, deli snacks. It's, yeah. it's a great breakfast. Diet Coke is actually just cocaine with less baby laxative in it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I so, learned something today. Learning something at the House of Rock. So, for, for all of our podcast listeners who now will be entertained for the next half hour or so, uh, I'd love to introduce my guests Broken Anchor, my co-host, Austin, Duffy, you guys want to give us a little history? I know this is a a new venture. Mm -hmm. It Um, is. In fact, Austin Hartley Leonard, as a solo artist, has been on the podcast maybe about a year, year and a half ago. Year and change, yeah. Year and change. Mm -hmm. And now we have a a great new look with a hell of a drummer. And uh, why why don't you go ahead and take us back to how this came to be, Austin? So a year and a half ago... uh, Played here, um, not long after that, uh, played on the podcast, that is, um, not long after we did that session together, <clears throat> um, I went into the studio with a guy named Brad Gordon, um, and it was sort of one of those times that it was like, kind of like cliche artist story, like I woke up, didn't feel any connection towards my music whatsoever, didn't believe in what I was doing anymore, um, and realized it was just total rubbish. So it was a good day, it's a nice morning, uh, and I realized I couldn't I couldn't really go on playing it. I didn't feel like it was my voice at all. So I thought the best thing to do was just go in the studio. I didn't have really any songs at all. Went and had coffee with Brad Gordon, producer, multi-instrumentalist. And I was like, let's record an EP. He's like, great, do you have some songs ready to go? And I was like, yeah, I've got so many. You know, like, (laughs) not even one. And we just went in and just started cutting stuff. And this project, Broken Anchor, just began. Like, one song led to three, led to five, and um, we worked together like four days a week, and um, it really just started like, the, it started revealing itself to us more than we started, you know, like really working on it, you know. Um, so all of a sudden, about six months after that, six, seven months, I had this collection of songs, and I was like, wow, I have a whole new project. This is amazing. Um, formed a band like to play one show not like formed a band but just obviously I know a lot of kind of side guys like if you play like places like Hotel Cafe and in Hollywood long enough you sort of know a lot of people that are side men so um, I wanted to release this collection of tunes put together a band and um, I wanted to have a drummer and a percussionist percussionist dropped out the drummer on the gig said don't worry about it I know this guy Mike Duffy he's fantastic he can do percussion Here's his rate. We played the show. Duffy and I met at uh, Cafe Tropical in Silver Lake so I could pay him, give him a check, which I thought it was all it was going to be. Like, thanks so much for playing. Here's a check. Let's have coffee and hang out. And then when we were there, Duff was... I was pretty much, like, wanted to get to know him. I liked the songs. I, I mean, I've been a sideman most of my career. 
So it was when I heard the collection of music, I was like, wow, I'm really into this. And I was at a point in my career where I was like, I would like to be in a band. So I just, he gave me the check and I was like, hey man, if you ever form a band, I should be your drummer. Knowing fully that my friend was playing drums on the gig. But I said, well, let me back up a minute. Ask him if he wants to be in the band. If he doesn't want to be in the band, I'd like to be in the band. And as we went around this process and finished the gigs, the band just became him and I. And I said to him one night over coffee, I said, hey, man, I just learned Ableton Live a little bit. We should do a duo with a computer and see what happens. Yep. And he was like, um, <laughs> I don't know you very well, and you sound like a crazy man. I'll call you in the morning. Yeah. He called me the next morning and, and said, let's give it a shot. We went into a room, started jamming together. Here we are. Yeah, That's awesome. And, and that goes to show you again, you know, we were talking earlier before the podcast about L.A., musicians, gigging, community, and uh, I think it goes to show you that we just really have a lot of talent and a lot of creative people that are willing yeah. to reach out. Um, I think in a lot of other cultures outside of the U.S., there's not that willingness to want to reach out. Even in, yeah. even in certain cities in the U.S., people are very private about, you know, the type of arrangements that they, they put together as bands and as artists. And I think this proves that L.A., again, I, I am born here and, and raised, but right. L.A. LA too, really is uh, a really melting pot for the creatives to come together, be inspired, and you know, create new stuff. Yeah, it's weird because like, I think I, I'd agree with you in that there's, there's a lot of talent in L.A., <clears throat> um, but I think L.A., in my opinion, and this could be just my experience with it, is less and less um, like a band town. You know what I mean? Like It, it seemed to me that unless you're sort of on the east side and you're playing Silver Lake and Echo Park a lot and sort of involved in that sort of your community, like LA is, it's a lot of sidemen. There's a lot of pros here. A lot of people like come to cut records here. A lot of big artists come to cut records and they can have their pick of the litter of, I want this drummer, I want that bass player. So I was actually kind of, I was shocked when he said, I want to be in a band. Like my first question was, oh, well how much would you charge per gig? He's like, no, 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 I want to be in a band. And I was like, oh, well, how much would you charge them for rehearsals? And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I want to, like, old school, like when you were in high school and you had a band in a garage, I want to, like, do this thing. And I was like, okay, what do I need to get? What do you need yeah. from me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you charging? What, where is the trick? And there was no trick. And it was, yeah. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I think it came from the fact that when we met, he had ne I wasn't really in his scene. I mean, a little bit of my history is I spent, like, about six to eight years of my career playing in Latin America. When I came to L.A., I came with that sideman mentality, and I was in a club, and I ended up playing with this rock and Espanol artist for like five to seven years. And I was always traveling, so I wasn't in the mix. So when I got out of it and I started getting the mix, I only knew one person, and that was that drummer. And so when he saw me, I showed up to rehearsal. I had notes. I was like super prepared, and he was just like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? And I think that went along with like, what do you want? Because you're so on top of it. And I was like, no, man, I want to be in a band. Yeah. I've never had that in my, I mean, since high school, I was in a punk rock band, but after that, I kind of got to work. I love that. Um, you mentioned six years and, and that's yeah. actually meaningful to the relationship I have with Austin. Cause he came to LA about six years ago. And, uh, we, we really, I think I might've been one of the first people to meet you. Yeah when you came out here. Now, the reason I say six years is it means that you've, you've found a way in LA. Uh, you, you joined what I have believed to be one of my favorite places to go see live music, and that's Hotel Cafe Family. Yep. And this is uh, a collection of incredible singer-songwriters that collaborate religiously. Mm -hmm. um, but it's funny that this theme is coming around because you've been skewed, I think, by the hotel cafe guys like getting the, the 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 giggers to come on and you pay them for the show and then you leave right. and that's uh, that's a product of hotel cafe because sure. a lot of these guys don't want to carry the weight of paying for five people when all they need are session players when they come to la so i'm going to say contrary to what you're saying i think that la is breeding some of the greatest groups going now mm -hmm. you have a lot of people that have moved out here from chicago and new york certain parts of new york of sure. course um, and uh, even people from Nashville and San Francisco have come down. Yep. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool. And I think that now that you're out of the hotel cafe scene a little bit, right? I mean, you're yeah. living I mean, and breathing hotel cafe for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's, it's always, it'll always be a home, you know? And they were super good to me. I, like, I got shows, met a million people. I, they put me behind the bar when I needed money. Like, 
really, really great to me. But now that we kind of have this thing being a duo, which is great, we can also like get on the road. And like we can have we can have one hotel room. We we could, don't have to pull a trailer. Like gas is four eighty nine a gallon. Like <laughs> yeah. one car, you know. Yeah. And so now that we're able to sort of uh, get out and travel, and um, also the music is different now. It's not as sort of sad white guy music, you know, as some people say. Uh, we're able to kind of explore other places around LA and play like a little bit larger venues, a little bit louder venues, that kind of thing. So. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, today you came and rocked the house of rock. There's no doubt about that. In fact, indeed, I think it's a product of the people that actually came up after you rocked the house of rock. And (laughs) they even explained there. Apparently there was like a seminar going on downstairs in the great room. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't know they were getting a concert this morning. I actually (laughs) arranged that because my demo is just people that want to buy a rock mansion. You know what I mean? So I was like, listen, why don't you guys go down there? You'll hear our muffled ass band through the rafters. You know what I mean? Drink some coffee, come up here, cut a check. Let's make this thing happen. Sold. It, it was very well done. And, and And that's exactly how it went. I think you guys sold like 100 albums. We sold morning. 100. Al- yeah, we, <laughs> we pre-sold 100 albums today. All right. So in my hand, I have an EP. Um, that EP is well-wrapped. It's got a nice stamp on it. And it has a Broken Anchor logo, which I'm actually a huge fan of. I also noticed that there's a tattoo of a broken anchor yes. uh, on the wrist of mm-hmm. Austin Hartley Leonard. How long into the band um, did it take? Glad you asked that. Did not before it was before the band. So I want to make this. I want to make this clear. I'm glad you pointed it out. Anybody? Right. If anyone's listening, I did not tattoo the logo of my band on my body. I named my band after an existing tattoo. So. Um, mom, I'm sure you feel way better about me being tattooed. <laughs> I think my mom feels way better. Now. Yeah, I, I guarantee I've really established a ton more street cred now. And people were really concerned about that. I'm glad I gave that disclaimer. You yes. know, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's there. It was uh, this this is a product of going to a tattoo shop to say hi to a buddy, and then being like, well, while I'm here. <laughs> you know that was how this tattoo came apart it makes complete sense yeah complete sense well i'm glad we got that record straight yeah i'm glad we said that uh i'm glad we said it straight too because that was just that was really gonna kill our kill our street vibe yeah um i think we should play some music now yeah so it. so the first track that you guys came and rocked at the house of rock with was uh head is a hole head let's a talk hole. about that okay head is a hole new one brand new one um, that one's going to be on our full length, which is going to be out, we think, around May. Between then and uh, between now and then, actually, I don't know when we're going to be releasing this. Anyway, that will be around uh, 2013. Of, yeah, in 2013. In 2013, and um, that one's actually uh, when Duffy and I started playing together. It was the greatest. Like the feeling of like relief that I had was so amazing because I had been really just playing with session players for so long and really just kind of strumming an acoustic guitar and all of a sudden, all the punk rock that I listened to growing up that I've been itching to play for years started coming out and I ended up buying this short scale bass, ripping one of the strings off and being like, this is all you need. Three strings. (laughs) By the way, the bass is an unabashed piece of shit, Squire. Uh, I was like, all right, you know what? Punk rock, let's do this. I'm going to write a song right now on this thing and it almost kind of started as like a joke and it, was. it sounded so cool and um this was the song we got out of it head as a whole Absolutely. all right from the blue microphone studio at the house of rock here we have broken anchor performing head as a whole
phenomenal. Thank Great you. way to kick things off. This is exactly what I need every morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm awake. Me too. As if the coffee did not awaken me. My, vo- my voice coach was like, what you should do if you want to have a career in singing is wake up, drink orange juice, eat dairy, and sing before noon. You know what I mean? <laughs> a rock song. Preserve Absolutely. the chords. Yes. Coat them in cream and, and make them sing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, rock and roll. Rock and roll. I mean, like, if you can just add uh, drugs and alcohol to that mix, you'll Ooh. really get them going. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Be amazing. So, yeah, but no. Who, I think who is that voice coach? Just curious. Um, Donald Pliner. No, no, no. Are you sure it wasn't like Bish Wexler or something <laughs> like that? Uh, by the way, Donald Pliner is a women's shoemaker. I think. <laughs> Donald Blinder is like a women's shoe line. So I want to use Biff Wexler, just, though. When you put me on the, on the spot just then, and I had to come up with a name. It was so was believable. Like, what fabulous name should I choose? That and it was good. the name of, I, I was like, Max Amaro's my vocal coach. Who's yours? <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's too good. That is too good. <laughs> that's what happens at the House Rock, folks. <laughs> Who is that vocal coach? Um, Steve BCBG. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a great way to segue into the next track. Yeah. Uh, um, the track is called Always, and yeah. it's coming out uh, next month. It's coming out on the new EP, uh, Volume 3, which will be out on November 2nd. Yes. And this was another uh, duo, I think, just game changer for us. Um, he had, a, like, a weird tuning on his guitar, and we wanted to do this rock thing, and as I was playing drums, I was like, the sticks are way too much. So let me use kind of like puffy mallets, like, you know, something you would hear on a soft song. But let me rock like a pig with it and see if what happens. Yeah. This is what happened. And he ate a bunch of uh, like two-week-old <laughs> fruit out of a trough <laughs> to get in the spirit. <laughs> That's perfect. That's how we got it. Just holding them out. It's like perfect. trying to get in the mood. Perfect. He's a method drummer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Takes a lot of notes from Daniel Day Lewis. I do. Yeah. Gets into yeah. the gets into the role. Getting a character. Yeah. It was my character. Do you also use Donald Planner as your vocal coach? <laughs> um, I'm actually going to him after this. Yeah. We actually have a meeting in Brentwood. In, yeah. With Amazing. OJ. At with OJ. the uh, at the dry bar in yes. Brentwood. Which by the way, you probably don't know, is a women's hair blow drying bar that I know about that I decided to pull out on this podcast again. Yes. Because you have all the hair. God, what is wrong with you today? Uh, I don't know. Unbelievable. All right. Amazing. Well, good. So do you <laughs> want to play, play always? Yeah, here goes. Yeah, let's rock <laughs> let's do it out. Yeah, from, from the House of Rock, we have always.
We are back, and for those tuning in who want to check out Broken Anchor online, this is pretty easy. BrokenAnchorMusic.com. BrokenAnchorMusic.com, that's the website. Yep. Uh, freeze, free songs on Freebies. the website. Free. That's what the free. kids... Did you say free? For freezies. And freezies. this is a really new novel concept we've come up with, because I know that people like love to pay for music. It's like people are like, I want to get some new music, what am I going to do? Oh, let's go, let's go buy some. That really seems to be the trend. We're bucking the trends by giving it away for free. Volume one and volume two, both available. Three songs on one, four songs on the next one. Mm -hmm. and, Check it out. And I'm holding volume one right now. Mm -hmm. It's wrapped very nicely. Yeah, there's some twine. Recycled, recycled paper. Recycled, yep. eco-conscious, friend of the earth. You know what I mean? We're trying to be fantastic and yep. use less plastic. Yep. Killing it. I think mm -hmm. it's amazing. Thank and, you. And I like the little inside, the, the card here, There's the tray insert. card. Yep. yep. This is cute. Uh, I'd like to thank the good people at Kinko's Copies <laughs> for helping out with that. This is a do-it-yourself group, and I love it. Yeah, I should say duet. Is that okay? Duet. We're a DIY yourself. duet. We DIY. like to duet. Do it. Did you ever hear, uh, <laughs> did you ever see Walk Hard? <laughs> the movie? Well, this is my favorite. is like, he's like, it's the, it's the duet with him and the girl, and he's like, He's like looking at her and he's like, in my mind, you're blowing me some kisses. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chorus is, let's duet. <laughs> well done. So, yeah, John C. Riley. I was just trying to reference something that didn't have to do with women's beauty. You know what I mean? That's why I brought that up. Success. Yeah, well done. It. But we it's do all about breaking our street cred, rebuilding it. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I'm already a fan of Broken Anchor, and I have only heard two tracks. Perfect. Now, you guys ha are celebrating the entire catalog, basically, on this podcast, in the sense that Volume 1 has three tracks. Mm -hmm. yep. Volume 2 has three tracks. Four tracks. Four tracks. Four tracks. And they're all available on iTunes right now. All available on iTunes. Because um, we can them. make them pay for it, right? They don't need to go to right. the website and get them for free. Go to iTunes. If you're in your car and you got an iPhone, iPhone. iPhone, that's nice. <laughs> iPhone. It's an interesting marketing. It's like Typhoon. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's like what happens the day the iPhone comes out. It's a real iPhone. Look right. out. Come on. You're quick. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Getting back to business. Um, if, you wanna, if you're listening to this, you want to buy it on your iPhone, you go to the iTunes store. They're all available there. Um, and if you do, uh, if you are at the website and you get them for free, we also have a convenient make you feel guilty. Why don't you donate some cash PayPal option or so, come to a live show, come to a live show, definitely come to a live show, which I think, I think is important. You know, if you want to see, I think when people think duos, they're automatically going to think, you know, the ones that have been famous, white stripes, black keys. We're definitely different. We have a different spin on it and I think they should come and see it. Me too. We don't no. play the blues. No. 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 And no here's blues. why. I don't know how. <laughs> Neither do I. So that's one of the... So that was, it's like the, one of the main reasons that I don't play the blues. Not knowing how to. You know what I mean? Not growing up with it. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. It's a good excuse. Whitey's. Good excuse. We were going to call... Um, we were going to call this band. It was like, what should we call it? It's like, oh, we Broken Anchor is a good idea. And he's like, why don't we just call it what it really is? honky ass crackers yep. and we were like uh oh, maybe broken anchor <laughs> might be better <laughs> you know what I mean? might work a little better yeah. i don't know honky ass crackers works yeah well honky ass crackers then we'd have to be like sort of more country you know yeah, it was gonna be we're definitely not country because i'm from here and he's from chicago so yeah. whitey mcmanes and the honky ass cracker was gonna yeah. be and then we're like that's a little long just a little why don't yeah. we uh keep it keep it short broken anchor broken anchor yes. yeah hey let's uh let's highlight some songs off the album what yes Let's do it. So, Never Leave Me Alone is a track off Volume 1. Mm -hmm. uh, volume volume two. 2. Volume 2. Sorry, Volume 2. I don't have Volume 2 on me. So. You don't have the, yeah, you don't have the physical. I'll get you that. You get me that? Yeah. Okay. We'll work on is that. It, does it look people. the same? Similar? It's green. It's green. Same case, green stamp. Okay. So, uh, okay. in well, an effort to be... Volume more. 1 is always more famous than Volume 2. Right. Unless you're the Godfather. Who came out swinging. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Good Godfather on that 2 one. is probably like yeah. the only... Second the only, is, although I would say Beverly Hills Cop 2 was funnier than Beverly Hills Cop. I think I might agree with you on that one. Yeah. Not yeah. to say that Beverly Hills Cop was not funny because it was hilarious, but Beverly Hills Cop 2, a little later into the 80s, Axel Foley really got his thing happening. Yeah. Judge Reinhold really stepping up the game in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calling it out right now. <laughs> I'm impressed. I am. I really am. Yeah. So, uh. Okay, great. So let's play it then. Never Leave Me Alone. Where did you guys on. write this? I got locked out of my apartment. 
The only keys I had were to my friend Becca's apartment, who is a kindergarten teacher and lives in West Hollywood. <laughs> so I was like, I'm locked out of my apartment. Can I come hang out at yours? And she's like, yeah, you have the key. Go over there. Eat what you want, which is great because she has like the best like kid food, like kindergarten food. You know, she's got fruit by the foot, Rice Krispie Treats. It's the best. Rock and roll, by the way. I'm really, uh, the are. rock and roll vibe is really pouring out of me. So went over there. She had a ukulele. And uh, I couldn't get her TV to work, so I was like, I'll just play the ukulele. Wrote this. So the sound you're hearing, it sounds like a guitar on this track. No joke. A ukulele that we mic'd and then reamped it through a 59 Deluxe. And that's the track. It's that, bass, keys, drums. Ukulele, bass, keys, drums is this song. Because I wrote it on a ukulele at a kindergarten teacher's house. And then I did blow off a stripper and went to bed. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this one will be an explicit podcast in editing and post, guys. Um, phenomenal. All right. So from volume two, Broken Anchor, we have Never Leave Me Alone. You said you wouldn't be here, perched upon your own chair, watching water fall out. The last time I came home There's a dead spot in the carpet Lonely autumn carport If it's whiskey I'm the long pour And you'd never leave me alone And, and w- during during the listening part of that, um, apparently it's a true story. Austin, you couldn't make that up. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. that of course is a true story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you have rice crispy treats as well? I did. Yeah, that? like I really got my diabetes on. You know what I mean? Rice Sugar intake cru- high, super high. Rice crispy, really like you know, like uh, m- fluff, marshmallow fluff. Oof. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks from the first podcast we did, Duffy. Like I, I listened back in the car before we published it, and I'm like. This is actually really funny, and I thought I was pretty funny, but I am nowhere near as funny as this guy. I'm gonna listen back to this. Say that whole that whole first one. I thought I was like sort of like feeding you. Yeah, I'm realizing this is no. This is the one. The Austin Harley Clarence show. It's how how he is. Stop for the sidekicks. No, no, no. It's it's how it works. You know, he throws it out there, I bounce it back, and then he just hurls it after that. You know, so good, so good. So Chicago. Mm. How long ago? So you ended up going to Nashville after Chicago. Yes. And then decided that L.A. was going to be a home. Actually, uh, Chicago, then uh, Na- I went to school, studied cello in Nashville, <clears throat> and then I uh, went to Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. 
And that was 03 to 06. Duff also spent some time there. Yeah, I went from here to Dallas, Texas to go to school at the University of North Texas, and I ended up in Austin. And I left a little bit before he showed up. Mm. And uh, so we kind of have a similar path. So we got our right. Austin yeah. thing in, and then, um, and then here. And then, yeah, L.A. right after that. Yeah, Beautiful. And Duff, so what was the attraction? Was it to the music, or was it because this guy's just hilarious, or he's just very talented? No, I never – I mean, I wouldn't, didn't see any of this side of him when we met. He was super serious because it was the first show for this record. So it was like super serious and we're in this hot rehearsal room. Yeah, read terrified. It was like, everybody was like super grumpy. You know what I mean? I remember right. it was just super intense. But uh, the thing that attracted me was the voice. I, I'd never really heard the, like a guy with the kind of the gruffy, mm-hmm. but it was like real musical. And that's really what drew me. And then the songs also, I mean, that was the main thing. And then the songs drew me and I liked the production value. And I knew Brad, I knew that I wanted to work with him at some point. So kind of all fell in line. Beautiful. Love that. All right. So the second track we're going to highlight is uh, the first track that I had heard from Broken Anchor when Austin's like, hey, dude, so I got this new project. Um, you, should, you should listen to this song. And I was like, oh, well, anything Austin's playing is definitely worth listening to. And, I, oh, yeah. and of course, I go right to Leave the Light On. And I'm like, I like where this project's going. Of course, I had no idea it was only two people. Yeah. I literally this morning was thinking, I'm like, I haven't heard a lot about how many people are coming from Austin. And then he's like, oh, no, it's just me and Duffy. And I'm like, is that possible? Yeah. Um, and it's got a big sound, big sound. And this is, this is a single if I've heard one. Thanks. And yeah, we yeah. were super happy with like we This song came about, we were recording something else. And um, <clears throat> Brad was getting some levels, and I was messing around with the guitar. And I got that, like, the, that little lick. Like the na, 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 na. I was like, time out iPhone, record, did that, and then um, and we kept recording that song. I never thought about it. And then when we were coming home, I was coming home from a wedding, and I was in the car with my girlfriend, and I was like, when I get home, I kind of want to flesh something out. But I was really exhausted. So I, would, I, I got the guitar, and I was sitting there, and I was like, no, 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 like playing it. And then I'd put it down, and I'd go to the couch and like lay in her lap and be like, uh, let's see if this works. And I like get something else, move back to the chair, do it, lay go over, lay down. It was the laziest writing process you've ever seen. <laughs> As if like writing is like the most taxing thing of the world. Like I hope a coal miner is listening to this, being like, "Oh, oh, you poor thing, coming up with lyrics in your girlfriend's lab after a wedding. That's brutal. Um, my lungs that. are black." <laughs> kind of happens like that. It's pretty pretty normal in his world. You know, his girlfriend's around. There's a couch. Some sort of coffee involved. A gallon know. of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's how it usually works. Now, do you give her co-writing credit for this just for holding your head up? Just her lap. She gets yeah, lap credit. Just her lap. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna have to, we had to write a... Uh, ad, we signed her lap up on ASCAP. So it's getting, it's getting 20% lap. of the publishing. Yeah. It's looking forward to getting some sweet new jorts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jorts. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Alright folks, so here's the track from Broken Anchor, Volume 1, on iTunes. Leave the light on. Did I hold it? 
so much before noon on a podcast yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is pretty amazing actually it's actually 12 yeah 12 14 <laughs> 12 so. 14, 14. Yes. no this is, you know not as much credit all right well um this is a part of the podcast where we roll right into uh show and tell and that's you guys get to pick whatever track you want uh and you get to talk about it um and it can't be something that you've written okay so uh austin you're first my first is a band out of cleveland ohio um, they are called uh, Cloud Nothings. I think it's Cloud Nothings or The Cloud. No, it's just Cloud, Cloud Nothings. Nothings. Um, I don't know. I really don't know anything about this band. I stumbled across this track on YouTube. Um, and it's super catchy. Like the, the chorus of it is super catchy, but the verses are like straight ahead punk rock. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, really cool video too. So that's that. Phenomenal. Here you have it. Fall In is the name. The track. <laughs> Fall in the band Cloud Nothings. Here you have it. Wonderful way to kick things off. I like that. Duff, you're up next. Well, I'm kind of going back to my youth a little bit. Um, I grew up in Southern California when the third wave of punk rock was happening. So there was a band from Orange County called The Adolescents, and they had a huge song called Amoeba that was played on K-Rock about, I think it had like 22 weeks, number one spins, and that was exciting because they were from L.A. And continue on with his kind of punk rock thing. This was a song that really kind of made me want to get up and play the drums. Here you have The Adolescents. The track Amoeba. The little glass sides, they never lie. How can this fall my cold? I've never seen anything like it before. This amoeba's got a mind of its own. But don't turn your back to stupid science world. This is reaching for the telephone. about you but i literally lived on k-rock as a kid like i wouldn't even cheat on k-rock i hated kiss fm there was no kiss fm you were so uncool if you played kiss fm absolutely you had k-rock or you had 91x yep if you could get from san diego that's right you had the radio in the right position and you were in the right place you could get that and i remember they were the first 91x was the first band uh, radio station play fishbone and I remember that that was like a big That's deal. That's like a radio historian here. Yeah. I no, I just was that. in the car and I was like, 
I had seen Fishbone play, and yeah. then they played it on 91X, and I was like, oh, my God. He also moonlights as an usher at the Broadcasting Museum. I do. In D.C. Yeah. Flying all the time. Red Just eyes. a one-off gig as an usher. <laughs> Doing one-offs on the weekends at the Smithsonian Broadcasting Museum. <laughs> Duff in a sweet maroon blazer. Ooh. Hanging out. Maroon blazer. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Bow tie? Yeah. Bow tie? Maybe. Real? Yeah, for me, bow tie. It would be a bow tie, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of like a, you're like a hipster museum usher i'm just not old and fat that's all that's true that's true not yet if you're around this kid he's well, having yeah, rice we keep on this rice krispie treat yeah. yeah exactly yeah right about it if you're around this real rock star yeah. having rice krispie treats and, and licorice and diet coke <laughs> diet coke yeah absolutely <laughs> we're most exciting band in rock and roll absolutely deli snacks like yeah like boar's head we're looking for that boar's head meat yeah. endorsement <laughs> We'll crush uh, a deli tray. Let's, let's, let's put it out there. We will yeah. crush a deli tray. Listen, if, uh, if you're listening, uh, A&R guy for Boar's Head Meats, uh, your Santa Fe <laughs> turkey is really crushing. <laughs> I really enjoy it on a croissant. Croissant? Oh, uh, That's very nice. With a little lettuce and tomato. Uh, well, we have a house pick as a part of the podcast, and we'll bring it to an end. We're well, totally I really selling out. I really don't want this to end. We're totally selling out to the, me- the meat industry. You know Absolutely. what I mean? We can get that. We just lost all the vegetarians. So I know. Like, this broken anchor group. I hate these guys. Yeah, we were, really, we were alienating our vegan demo. It's all right. We drink, we drink green shakes for breakfast, remember? Yeah, we do do that. We do do Again, that. With I know a great roll. juicer, too, down the street. Great wow. juice fountain. Yeah. Yeah. We, do, we do drink juice. <laughs> yeah, you guys had cranberry we juice. We had 100% morning. cranberry juice. 100%. <laughs> Also, those UTIs. Just, just take Ab- care of ourselves. Absolutely. We, we mix it with pure grain alcohol and heroin. <laughs> yes. That's why so we rock so hard. I keep trying to veer us back onto the rock and roll thing, and we just keep veering off. Uh, <laughs> we also, yeah, we also drank heroin out of a fire hose three ooh. years ago. That's a that's no actually. No my face is all numb. Was, that's a splattered. Wait, what comedian? I ripped that off someone. Nick, Did you? Nick Swardson said that. Okay. Give him credit. We're getting. We're getting. Yeah, Nick. Give him credit. Good job, buddy. To, yeah. So the house pick. <laughs> yeah. This group who's actually recorded seven albums in seven years. This is their seventh, and uh, they're called Woods. The album is Bend Beyond, and uh, the track Size Meets the Sound. Uh, I came across this band randomly, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, They just released the album on the 18th of September. Check it out. This is track 10 on the album. I actually downloaded half the album on iTunes. Nice. Nice. That's that's way more than I used. Way more than ninety percent of the people that go on yeah. yeah, exactly. You're a real I, philanthropist. I am. I am. <laughs> that's true. I can complete the album for three seventy one. I saw it this morning. There you go. Yep. iTunes. iTunes gonna make, you're gonna do it. You'll do it. All right. So here you have it. It's a four piece out of Brooklyn. The band Woods. The track size meets the sound.
We are back, and I'll tell you, if every Monday morning at the House of Rock is this cool, <laughs> we're not selling the house, no. okay? No. There's yeah. no, we're we're going to keep this recording studio in the house forever. I'm going to put a bid in. I'm going to put a bid on the house. We should just mess around and like put fake bids on. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, listen to me, Bel Air real estate agent. Here's the scoop. <laughs> I pay $11.25 rent right now for my one bedroom in East Hollywood. I'm willing to go to $11.50 a month for this Oof. house. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Wow. And then wherever I am, I'm going to slam the door and walk out. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not in a tent. Is, is, is it the real well, angle slam where is, the, we wind up? The good up? news is, yeah. I believe she's downstairs, so you can, you can she, practice. You can she, get, yeah, you bring can her up here like, right now. I want to talk to you. Can we go to a room with a door? Is that uh, <laughs> possible? No, no archway entrances no. to where, where we want to have this conversation. You know? we'll video no sliding it. doors either. No. No we could have a good windup on that, though. Break Just some glass. Wham! You know what I mean? Take it or leave it! <laughs> Throw a microphone at her? Yeah, and then she's going to be like, can we, is there a security? <laughs> Potentially uh, get this guy out of the house? <laughs> some guy just lowballed me by 500% and, sl- and broke one of my doors. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's more like 5,000%. 5,000%, yeah. <laughs> Someone just, that's how much I know about real estate. Someone just offered me half of what this house is worth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because it's worth 23, how much is that, 2,300? Yes. Yeah, 2,200. 20, 20, Math. You're good at it. Anyway. Ooh, yeah, so um, that's good. So for everybody still tuned in, God bless you. <laughs> the group Broken Anchor, two-piece out of Los Angeles, California, coming to a city near you. Uh, check them out, Broken Anchor Music. Uh, volume three of their EP will be coming out. It's self-titled, Broken Anchor. And uh, yeah, I mean, guys... This is this is really exciting. I'm glad to to be able to break this. I mean, we're, yeah. we've got to be one of the first podcasts. The first. You are the first. We are the first. The you first. are the first. Yeah. So we're breaking ba- little news. baby little baby project. You know, yeah. Little baby tiny project. Two two gonna grow. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think the tunes are there. Everything's there. You know, look us up on Facebook, Instagram, all the fun stuff. Face book. Yep. Yeah. Twitter. Face book. Love that. Place. Face book. That's the Italian Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Il face book. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, here's us tuning out House of Rock Broken Anchor Thanks for coming out guys Yeah thank thanks you Thanks for having us Appreciate it A lot it. of magic today A lot of magic We really made it happen